Hello, hello, hello. This is Carla Michelle, and I'm here at the Strong Woman's Network podcast. And it is such a great thing to have you here with me today, listening in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating. Five stars is always appreciated. So let's get right into it. Uh, I have a, another special guest here today. And her name is Kayla, Kayla Manning, soon to be Kayla Tucker. Yes, you heard that right. This is my future daughter-in-law on the line. And we are going to talk about her journey from being unliked to loved. I'm telling you, like majorly loved, majorly (laughs) loved. Welcome, I don't know about that. (laughs) Well, I majorly love you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor. Oh, and it is a privilege for me to have you here. So can you just tell us a little brief, like snippet of who you are and what you do? Yes. So um, my name is Kayla. I'm 25 years old. And I'm from a small town in California. It's kind of near LA area. And um, I'm basically a social media influencer slash YouTuber. And I post a lot of fashion content, beauty content, and I make really cool vlogs, pranks and challenges with my fiance, Justice. And um, yeah, we I've been an influencer for, I would say the last year, things have really taken off. So I'm in that like transitioning phase where like a lot of new things are happening. So it's really exciting. I'm still new to the industry. So there's a lot to learn and a lot I am learning currently. So. Wow. So gosh, wow. I think it's so amazing of where you have come from and what you've done in the sense of the social media presence, because you really started from zero. Yeah, I really did. But it's funny because back in high school, I actually had like a pretty good following. I mean, I had around like 3,000, 4,000 followers like in high school. And I just back then it wasn't really like it was cool to have followers, but there was no really like career path from it. (laughs) And um, yeah, like I would say around the age of 20, I deleted my Instagram. So I had no social media for about two years and when I went back on I was like what in the what did I miss out on like (laughs) it was just a whole nother world yeah doesn't it seem like it just popped out of basically it popped out of somewhere but it feels like nowhere just all of a sudden it was a thing to be truly truly on social media and make something out of it and make money yeah from it it's so crazy how it all works and I didn't when I, when we, when Justice and I, we both kind of started around the same time. So like when I started, I didn't really, like I saw people on Instagram like making money, but I didn't really think like it happens early on either. You know, mm. like I thought they had to be like a huge influencer and have all these followers to be able to work with these brands. But once I've learned, a, once I learned a lot about the industry, I learned that like you can, you can definitely dive into anything. Wow. Yeah, and that's good to know for those of you listening, it doesn't take as much as you think. So if you guys are holding back on something that you know you should be out there doing on YouTube or whatever social handle you'd like, go for it because there's opportunity there. Yeah. Kayla, tell me this. So 
you share in your YouTube video about what you've been through just growing up and how people were in, when you were younger and how now it's, to me, totally different. But do you want to touch on anything that really sticks with you? Yeah, from- so, yeah, definitely. Um, so my parents are divorced. My dad is Panamanian. My mom's German. And they divorced around third grade. So I dealt with, like, going back and forth from house to house growing up. And it was a lot, like, taking all my textbooks and all my clothes. Mm. Every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, it was just, it was kind of annoying because a lot of my school they didn't have that problem you know they're like okay like there wasn't anything they could relate to really or I could relate to them in that sense and um yeah so I ended up I went to the same I went to school in the same city for elementary school and middle school but after middle school I had to go to a private school because I wasn't doing well in school like school was always always hard for me and like reading comprehension I always had it so my parents decided to put me into private school so um it was really new to me because I was used to seeing the same people I had like kindergarten with I went to middle school with so transitioning to that was was different and I did have friends that went to my middle school that also went there but we kind of like talking and I just dealt with a lot of like high school I think now it's just high school drama and like (laughs) um just a lot of like bullying and people just being mean not sure why they're mean and that was like during the time of social media was first starting out so they had like different websites that you could like you know talk to people be mean to and there was like a specific website called Formspring, and people would send like anonymous questions and it was like really fun to be on but then like it kind of took a switch and a lot of people would just send me like terrible hate messages about Mm -hmm. just crazy things. And like, I never understood why, but now where I am and now that I have a big platform to like inspire young girls and, you know, they message me for advice and everything. Mm. I feel like a lot of the things and challenges that I went through in like my younger age of maybe between like 15 to 21, I learned so much and like now I can see that the reason why I do what I do and like those things happened in the past was for now. Mm. Wow. Yeah. A lot of those things, like even school, like both of my parents are both self-employed. So I, like for me, it wasn't like go to, like it was go to college, get a good job. But I also in my mind knew like, well, my parents work for themselves. So that's what I want to do. And I always had a hard time in school. So getting into college was very difficult for me. I wanted to go to art schools and like a lot of the art schools, you had to have like really good grades and I didn't have the best grades. So um, it's just crazy now how like things work and like I'm doing exactly what I dreamed of doing was being a self-employed entrepreneur in the fashion industry. But I just never knew when I was 17, like, oh, you're gonna be on Instagram working with brands I thought I was gonna have making my own clothing like on a runway show but it's just so crazy how like everything changed and now this is what is that industry now it's just a whole new industry within that alone Mm. who knew when they were being bullies that you would end up (laughs) right you know like 
they see me now on Instagram and I'm <laughs> <laughs> but how, how are you with them how do you treat them I don't honestly like I don't follow a lot of the people that were mean to me I don't really speak to them but at the same time I'm a very respectful person and I know like it was years ago so I don't have any animosity towards them but I do think that our our paths just don't cross for a reason Mm, like if I was meant to see them then I'd be meant to see them but I feel like I just don't see them because I'm they're not meant to be a part of my life you know yeah exactly so but then let me ask you this for listeners or parents of listeners you're around your that age or who have kids or kids who are not kids people Mm -hmm. preteen to 21 to 25 who have been bullied what would you tell them what would you tell them like what what tips can you give them with that I would definitely tell them that high school is not the end because I thought like oh once you graduate high school like that's it like all the people I'm friends with in high school they're going to be my friends forever and the guy I'm dating in high school he's going to be the guy I'm with the rest of my life but your life (laughs) only starts right after high school like you Mm. can learn I've learned so much from from the time I was 18 to now like even from the time I was 21 till now like I've just learned so so much and I've been through so many crazy things in like a span of a few years like back so it's just you have like so much life ahead of you and I would just you know make sure that those young girls or days are just really just focusing on themselves internally because I that's something I wish Mm. I did then kind of like neglected it and I I would um deal with it in ways that I shouldn't have and I think I would have just listened to myself more and took more time into myself. Mm, I like that. Listen to yourself more. Yeah. So do you feel like you kind of had a strategy? And if you didn't, that's fine. But we're on the Strong Women's Network. We're strategic and we're talented mm-hmm. and resilient, optimistic, necessary and global. Do you feel like you had a strategy or did just one just happen? So... I will say a strategy does play a big role, but I think too, my whole life, I had a passion for entertaining and being in fashion and just being somebody that people knew. Like I I always felt it in myself. So I think that's a big reason why I am where I am. I think that anybody that wants to do any type of thing and like be an influencer, a musician, whatever, I think they have to have like a soul like a how do you say like a soul passion for it I don't mm-hmm. even know like and just deep a deep passion yeah, a very deep passion and I think too once I I knew it's what I wanted without even thinking I was doing things that needed to be done so whether it was posting consistently because it was what we wanted to do what I wanted to do and I think that plays a big role just being cons- consistent being yourself um, showing different parts of your life so say you are a musician but you're also funny like showing those moments because the more you show who you are the more people are gonna love you if they only Mm. see you for one thing it's kind of hard for them to relate and I've learned that in the last few months I'd say like I've really opened up more about things and I know I don't open up all the time but I've tried really hard to open them up about (laughs) some stuff and I notice I get so much feedback and so many people telling me you know, all the things that they're dealing with and like, they didn't think I was going through those things. And it's just really nice because I feel like I'm making a bigger impact than just being surface. Yeah. 
And that's true. So your strategy mm-hmm. is being yourself and being consistent. Yeah. And even if someone is not in social media, I mean, that's a true strategy to use because mm-hmm. consistency on your job, whatever it is, consistency in your home or consistency with your family, be consistent, be someone that they can depend on yeah. and then be yourself. I love that. So we know you're so talented and <laughs> uh, you actually went to fashion school, correct? I did. Yeah. And does I, that tie, go ahead, go ahead. No, sorry. What were we going to say? I was saying, how does that tie into where you are now or does it? Yeah, it definitely does. Um, my dad would have me in art classes at the college he went to since I was like nine years old. Every Saturday I had art school and I loved it. Like I took photography classes. I took fashion design classes, illustration. Um, I learned so much and I knew it was a passion I always had. I always wanted to design clothes. And now I feel like with being an influencer, you can, you can literally do anything. Like mm. once you, you, you know, you get out there and you're putting your name out there, you're going to events, you're talking to people, um, you're growing your audience. Now I can, I can design clothes and sell them. You know, it's just a different way than I had thought back then. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be launching my brand in the next year. So I'm really excited because nice, nice. it's a passion I've had for so long. So um, that's really exciting. That's super exciting. That's yeah. really exciting to have your own brand because you do work with brands. And I so do. Now you'll be having your own brand collaborations. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm like, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To be on the other end of that. Uh, yeah. That is so cool. So I can't wait to hear more about it. And I know we'll see it. And I know a lot of stuff is secretive because it's still happening. But yeah. <laughs> um, I love that that so now you're you're going as far and great things as your own brand. You're constantly consistently posting. You guys are started with um, now you and Justice have the JK Nation Nation. Yes. And so that started from zero, right? Yeah, it really did. And where are you now? So we just hit 150k subscribers. So that was really exciting. And we actually started Instagram at the same time we started YouTube. So um, we met in October of 2017. And we started our channel at the end of October. And also, I, I think I made my Instagram like a month before that. So it was all around the same time. But um, we really just put a lot of content out. We would post pictures every day. We would make really cool like videos in the car singing and <laughs> like everybody relationships online right now I don't know what it is but anytime it's like me and justice people love it so mm. we noticed that we noticed what people wanted to see and we kept doing more of it and I think that goes back to a strategy we mm-hmm. we knew what was working for us we knew like if we post on Instagram we're gonna gain a lot of subscribers and that's really where like our our success started taking off. It kind of just from an Instagram or a Twitter video we posted it hit like 14 million, I think. Whoa. And yeah, we gained a lot of subscribers from that. And a lot of people say like, Oh, I remember you guys like in that car video. <laughs> so yeah. 
yeah, now we're at 150 and it's our full-time job. We, we love it. We upload basically every day. So we're just, like I said, being very consistent and just dedicating a lot of our time to it. So that way we can continue to grow. So what do you do when you're just tired? Are you just not the days or the moments you're not feeling it? What, what do you do? So now I kind of have a routine. I mean, it's not like a super strict routine, but we, for the most part, we're done at four or five o'clock, but we edit our video, we upload, and then we start filming possibly for the next day. And sometimes, um, how should I say, we just like, sometimes we're tired, but we noticed we were tired the most when we had no structure. Mm, there you so, go. Another strategy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sometimes like we don't want to film and like we won't. And then sometimes we'll want to film two videos and we will. So it just all goes into play of how we're feeling. We've kind of kept the structure of like upload every day. So we kind of know like what to do throughout those few hours of us trying to get work in. And then once it's that we're like okay like time to rest and because before we would like sometimes film late at night or be editing late and it was kind of all over the place to where (laughs) we're going to bed late and then we had to get up early and it was just a lot for us but we learned a lot in during vlogmas which is in december on youtube there's something called vlogmas so all the youtubers upload every day and that kind of really us for what we're doing now which is uploading every day so um we learned a lot in that that month of mm. how we should strategically go about filming, editing, how many videos to film and such and such. Wow. And then you have to have all this content. Yes, we do. <laughs> and so it's just a, just a, it's like, you don't, you know, like people who businesses may different types of businesses may strategize for the whole year. It mm-hmm. seems like you and Justice strategize for the week or, I mean, am I, am I right with that? Or, cause how could you out, you, some people may can foresee the year, but you also want to hit what's trending or what's hot right now. So it's really on your toes with this thing. Yeah. We actually used to plan like a week in advance, like all our videos. And we did it one time and we never filmed any of those videos. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. So I feel like it kind of took the fun out of it. It kind of felt like a job. Like we have to do this video. We have to do this one. So now what we basically just wing it. Like we upload and then they were like, oh, let's film a mukbang today. Then we'll film a mukbang or let's go vlog. Yeah, me too. I love them. Those are really fun to watch. Explain what those are. So it's basically, it started, I think, in Japan, and people would film themselves eating, and that's basically all it is. Like, you don't really have to talk about anything. <laughs> people just like the noises of the food, like ASMR. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, if you look up, like, um, like boba mukbangs, like, you can hear them chewing on, like, the tapioca. <laughs> you know what? I actually saw this young girl, mm-hmm. and she would just eat in the mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ASMR. That's what it's called. A-A-A-S-M-R? Yeah, it's kind of oh like gosh, a... It's a little fetish. <laughs> I know, it's so weird, but like, I watched this girl, she ate um, 
she ate like crab legs or no yeah crab legs that were like fried in hot cheeto crunch and dipped it in like nacho cheese and it was like the best thing i ever watched <laughs> I, was, I was like i need to make this now <laughs> this is crazy so i'm missing it forget podcasting i need to be podcasting and eating <laughs> something who needs that <laughs> You can incorporate those a little bit. I think I am going to start eating while I do podcasts. Um, (laughs) But that is, and that's another thing about strategy. You know, it's like you're really figuring out what works. And then also, you know, you have shown just such resiliency, not just in, you know, your upbringing and what you've been through with a divorce and then the bullying and then where you are now, but you show resiliency even in, you, you know, being an influencer and having this, this, this niche or this, this hook on something. And you have to always come back, even if a video doesn't do as well as you would Mm -hmm. want, it's that resiliency to keep going. So I would say, how do you keep your mind right? Like, are you meditating or, you know? So, oh man. So I, I meditate here and there. I'm not, I don't meditate a lot. I don't know what it is. Like I'll get in my habits where I, I journal a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, I think for me, it depends on what it is. So like for Instagram, like say we're getting bad comments or I'm getting bad comments on my pictures. I think those things, like I kind of just brush it off because like in high school, the same type of thing would happen. You know, people saying, mean things so I kind of just for that I feel like I'm healed from it so I kind of I have a confidence now where I'm just like it's fine like you know like they're dealing with something maybe they're upset about something Mm. but I think with um like videos you know not everything's always gonna be perfect and I think that's something I've learned over like I would say like the last few months is that if things aren't going the way I don't, I want it. If things aren't going the way I want them to, it's okay. And I've been like reminding myself those moments. It's like, um, like I posted a sponsorship. I'm gonna be real with you guys. (laughs) I posted Mm -hmm. a sponsorship and like the post didn't do as good as how my other posts would do. And I was being so hard on myself because obviously I want the brand to see, you know, that Mm -hmm. my post did good. But then I ended up learning from a friend that it's not really about like the likes and all that. It's about just the impressions, like how many mm. people saw it, you know? And I kind of had to like take that and, and run with it and tell myself like, it's fine, you know? So I just try really hard to be more aware. And when I'm, when I feel down on myself, maybe about a post that didn't do good or a video that didn't do that good, I remind myself like, it's okay. Like you're going to post another one and it's going to do amazing. So at right now and then that's I mean that's really cool because you have to stay optimistic you have to stay positive you it's so key it's like when someone's saying something mean about you your confidence is what you go to and then knowing that there's something in them that needs to be dealt with so you don't take it on you don't take their mess and make it Mm -hmm. your mess yeah exactly exactly you know, there are some times where you're having, say you're having a bad day and then someone says something like, I'm not going to say like, I don't ever get mad at stuff or feel upset or, mm-hmm. you know, feel like I'm hurt. I just try to practice to not be that way more. Like remind yeah. myself, like it's okay. And just really take, 
like take time for myself. Like I love like making tea and like self care. I'm really into skincare and just maybe um, listening to nice music, watching a good show on Netflix. Like I love just like relaxing. And I think that's where I find my peace. And it's funny because I used to be that person that loved to be out, like out, out, out all the time with my friends, go eat, go do this. But now I'm realizing like I'm more of a homebody than I thought. Like I, I feel so much better just being in the comfort of my home and just really taking care of myself. Mm, it sounds like you found a, a peace. I yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And it's just a journey. I, I believe there's, you know, we get to that and are, not only did you find peace, but you're also maturing, mm-hmm. you know, and there's the things that switch in our brains at a certain time. You know, scientists say that uh, our brains do not mature until 26. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. So here you are at how old? 25 and you'll be 26 soon yeah (laughs) next year yeah yeah, you're you're on your way to being that you know your brain at full capacity not saying that you still don't grow and things still don't happen but there's that maturity um that's definitely starting to transpire in your mind and in your life so that's really cool to hear that home is more important than the Whatever we used to do, I remember what I used to do, being out or going to parties (laughs) or hanging out with friends all night. And even though I was one who wanted to go home and go to sleep, (laughs) you know, you you switch up and you become just a different, different kind of woman. You know, that's when they start calling you woman instead of just some girl, you know. Yeah, exactly. So for those who don't know, you mentioned brands and working with Mm -hmm. brands. Um, was that something easy for you to get in and, you know, and you've gotten some great opportunities you share whatever you want to share. Um, but how is that for you with brands? Um, I love it. I definitely feel like I was so new to it. So I didn't really know about how it worked with getting paid and all this stuff. And I've learned so much, like, you know, when you have a smaller audience, it's really hard for brands to pay. And I I never really thought about it in the beginning. Like, we kind of just started and I was more focused on, like, you know, making YouTube videos. And then the brand stuff started just coming along and we would get emails and I would just get emails from certain brands. And some of them I was interested in, some of them I, I wasn't. And as I grew, more brands that I actually like wanted to work with started reaching out. And it's just so exciting because like when you see that maybe a company you've been loving forever, like recognizes you, they see Mm. you. That's something that is like really exciting because it's like, wow, they actually like love something about me, you know, like I'm different from other people because they want to work with me for this. So Mm -hmm. I've worked with really a really few, really few uh, brands in the past that I really, really love. And I still work with them today. So it's just really exciting because there's a lot of opportunity that comes with working with those brands, whether it's you get posted on their page, you go to like brand events, which is always nice or whatever it is that they just want to involve you in. So I feel like it's such a great opportunity. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. (laughs) (laughs) I really wouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know as a parent, when Justice, you know, quit school and said he was going to go full time as a YouTuber, I was like, Mm -hmm. really? Uh, (laughs) uh, Doesn't make sense. Doesn't compute. 
But then when I saw you guys outside of it, I saw you guys go, did you go to Spain? And yeah. this is on, this is something that nothing to do with YouTubing, but you guys really show, and then you went, where else did you go? You went to Spain London. And, and London. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, they're 20 something years old. I am in the five Oh club and they are going <laughs> to Spain and London and I'm taking them to the airport, you know, and it's like, <laughs> you know, what is wrong with this life? I'm living wrong. But, um, <laughs> Because I was more traditional, you know, you get your job, you you go to school, you get your job or wherever happens, you get married, you have kids, you know what, you know, not saying that people don't still do that, but there's such now an opportunity. And so for you parents out there who are listening and your child is telling you that they want to, you know, get involved more so seriously in social media and they choose not to go to college. This is the, we have to be open and we have to be aware that this is an opportunity and this is the sign of the day and the age that we're in because now, I mean, they live on their own, they drive their own car, you know, they pay their own bills and it is something to see Kayla and Justice um, just really maturing into these dynamic individuals And when you talk back to branding, I mean, these brands are willing to, you know, cruises and flights here and take care of here and these clothes here and pick out what you need here. And it's just an amazing world that happens. Um, It's a it's a world that I I wouldn't have known if you two didn't do what you're doing. So I want to thank you for educating me to open my my mind and my mind and to enjoy and actually be on some of the videos like you allow your mom to do. So that's kind of cool. Um, But, you know, it's just a a whole nother world. So what you're doing, do you feel because people can have their negative opinion, but do you feel like it's something necessary that this world and it's such an opportunity that you have? Uh, necessary as in like, as yeah. an influencer is, yeah. is like this job like necessary in our day and age. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I definitely do. I feel like, you know, we're, we're on our phones all the time now. It's just like a new world we live in. And I always tell people like, um, like Instagram is based like a commercial on TV. Mm-hmm. So like you see a you see somebody post for a Pantene shampoo, right? That person got paid money to make an advertisement to be shown to a lot of people. Same thing on TV. You have a Pantene commercial and um, that commercial is being shown to a lot of people. And I think as technology is improving, a lot of times there's not really commercials on TV. There's short, really short ads. There's ads on Instagram, ads on YouTube. So I think now the world is in a place where it's just changing a lot and people want to see things fast. They don't mm-hmm. want to sit there and watch a, two, a 30 minute or 30 second commercial on TV. You know, they want to scroll on Instagram, see the picture of their favorite influencer <laughs> wearing that shampoo so they could go buy it. It's just, yes. I do think it's necessary because um, where we're spending most of our time right now, a lot of our time is a lot of people commute to work so they're on their phones more they're on their phones at their lunch breaks they're not sitting at home early watching tv you know they do that mm-hmm. at night and they probably they probably will just go to hulu or netflix and there's not really commercials about that on there yeah so um yeah i definitely feel like it's so necessary and this is only the start of it 
So if anybody wants to be an influencer, now's your time to start. <laughs> get in there. Get yeah, in get there. Get in there. Yeah. And also, that... I would encourage school. I would say though school wasn't for me. Like I always knew that, but I think I think school is very important. You can definitely be an influencer or try to try to get into that influencer world and go to school still. It's not impossible. I just think that once your job starts to, once your audience starts to grow, you start to get more jobs, then I think you should make that decision whether you want to continue school or just be a full-time influencer. And that's kind of like what Justice did. Like he noticed things were taking off and he he wanted to take a bigger risk and Mm -hmm. he took that risk and now he's doing amazing. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, it's such a shift because I even think about um, when he was in college and people would start recognizing him from Mm -hmm. the YouTube videos. And then you go from that to now um, you guys go out and people actually come up to you and and cry and, and, you know, crazy. Yeah. You know, and so it's just amazing how, just how you guys have handled it all. Um, you're still very level-headed you're still very approachable very kind very loving very respectful you you're it it doesn't go to your head and you guys have such great opportunity and you're not even close to being done in what you're doing and what you're going to achieve you know uh, it's just amazing how how impactful that you guys are to young women young men and women and men your age and over because mm-hmm. your relationship goals, um, your engagement, you guys go check them out. She's going to leave uh, all her information. We'll talk about it at the end. But the the um, proposal and just so much. And then the wedding that's coming. And then the grandbabies. Then all <laughs> that stuff that's going to happen. That's just this world. Um, people get to see you guys, you know, just go from level to level in your lives. Um and I'm so glad that you both are just some really good examples. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely a blessing. I now see my purpose in life, I will say. And I realized that, like, I think it was like a year ago. I was on the freeway. And I was like, I was like, I just realized I'm literally doing what I've been dreaming of. Mm. <laughs> so I've definitely found my purpose. And it's crazy because I ran into this lady today at Target. And, you know, she was like, just really wanting to talk to me. I wasn't sure why, but she first started talking about my lash extensions and then she was getting into like, I was a fitness model and stuff. And she was, then she said like, oh, she does like recruiting for like businesses. And then she asked me if I'm open to different types of business or if I'm open to, you know, being in a different business. I said, no, I'm sorry. I'm very happy where I am. (laughs) I know that's right she's like you can't top what I'm doing (laughs) yeah I was like I'm not trying to change any business mindset right now (laughs) (laughs) the strategy is working for me yes (laughs) (laughs) this way yes I love it um can you share with us and the listeners any words of wisdom before we close yes I would definitely say um don't be discouraged just you know, if it's a dream of yours, you just need to go after it. And if it feels uncomfortable, it's supposed to feel uncomfortable. Like anytime mm. I've wanted to do something, I don't feel, you almost like feel like it's a bad feeling, but it's not a bad feeling. It's just a good feeling. And you just need to go with your gut 
and just enjoy life. I feel like, you know, we're on this earth to, to be happy and to just live a, a fulfilling life. And I think that if you have a dream and you're not going after it, you just need to, because you're going to die and be so happy <laughs> at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, you're going to be like, I, did, I wish I didn't, I wish I or I wish I did that. Like, you'll be like, I, wow, I'm so happy I did that. You know, mm, that's really good. Thank you, Kayla. So how can we, those who want to contact you or follow you, what is your social media handles? Well, thank you, Miss Carla for having me. Oh, you're so it. welcome. <laughs> you're so welcome. <laughs> and you guys could follow me on uh, Instagram. My at name is a B-A-E-L-A-R-E-N-E-E. And I do go through all my so I'll most likely see it and yeah I hope you guys send me a little message say what's up what's up (laughs) I love it okay that's great and so you guys I will add this to the episode notes you will find it so you will reach her on Instagram and um once again Kayla thank you so much for taking out your busy schedule and just giving us some time on the Strong Women's Network podcast. You are truly Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> You're truly a strong woman. And um, all right, world, you heard it. How she went from unlike to love in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Actually, that. <laughs> but we love it. Thank you, world. And uh, we will be seeing you next time. Thank you, Kayla. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah.